It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're a pro, you know that this is not efficient because you know there's a better way. There's also a better way to save. When pro customers buy building supplies in bulk at Lowe's, they save up to 20% every day. Buy in bulk and save up to 20% on concrete, gypsum, and gypsum accessories. At Lowe's, buy more, save more. Visit the Pro Desk or Lowe'sForPros.com for details. Discount applies to contractor pack items. Minimum purchase required, U.S. only. You are Locked On Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Worst loss of the season. I'm telling you, that was the absolute worst loss of the season for the Rams who fell to the Niners 22-21 on Saturday. I know you saw the game. I don't need to tell you that. It was awful. Hey, everybody. I'm Trent Rush. Yes, this is Locked on Rams, and I'm sorry. I can't help it. I am upset about what happened with the Rams on Saturday at home against the Niners. You have the LA-San Francisco rivalry, the bragging rights potential on the line. You have a very beatable team in the Niners. You have a two-touchdown lead with a little over five minutes left against the Niners. All of that gone with a snap just like that. It was an absolute disgrace for the Rams on Saturday in the Coliseum to lose like that at home against such a bad team with 17 players on injured reserve. Neither team showed any kind of competence in the first half. It was a mess altogether. A frustrating loss and in my opinion the absolute worst loss of the season for the Rams. I'm sorry there is no sugarcoating it. When you got beat up by the Saints, when you got beat up by Atlanta, the Patriots, all of those games, not as bad as what happened on Saturday against the Niners because of how it happened. And everybody knew that when Colin Kaepernick got the ball like the 25 with a couple minutes left, they would be able to march down the field. You knew they were going to go for two and you knew they would get it. Everyone could see this coming from a mile away. The heartbreak that Rams fans have suffered all season extended itself even further now deep into Week 16, and now the Rams will finally wrap their season on Sunday against the Cardinals. January 1st, 2017, a chance at a fresh start, a fresh hope, a new year, and my goodness, we hope it's certainly a lot better than 2016. I mean, here's the good news. At least the Rams are in Los Angeles. At least L.A. now has a pro football team. I'd say a good year for L.A. in that sense because you can see potential and you can see, okay, we're going to get a team, we're going to get a new stadium. Things will eventually get better when the Super Bowl comes here and big NFL events come to Los Angeles. In the meantime, oh, the Rams this year are just miserable. And I know no one wants to say that they quit and those kind of things, but when you fire your head coach with three games left in the season and to do it on a Monday with a short week Thursday, that's a guaranteed loss. There's no way to keep the locker room at that point. What do you want from these guys? Everybody in the building on Saturday knew these are two bad teams and you knew neither team cared all that much about winning. At this point, their motivation is intrinsic in the sense that you want to win for yourself And you want to compete for yourself so you can get paid. Whether it's with the Rams or from somebody else. You had that going for you. That was what was firing you up. Was your next contract. Gee, isn't that what sport's all about? Yeah, you don't like that. Hate that. That's not what's fun. 
That's not what makes this game great. And as for the Niners, they just saw the Browns beat the Chargers. Heck, San Francisco had a chance to get the number one pick. You want to hit all the Rams all you want, that's fine. The Niners couldn't even get that right. The Niners couldn't even lose the game that they were supposed to lose. Now, the Rams gave it away, but the Niners still had to put together a decent fourth quarter to come back on this Rams team. Against this Rams defense that everybody wants to love on, everybody wants to talk about how great this Rams defense is. What you have is a terrible offense, pretty good special teams, and a defense that is good, not great, and I'll say this, they are overrated. The Rams' defense is overrated. Just because Aaron Donald is spectacular and the Rams' defensive line is very good and gives you a push-up front in every game does not mean the whole defense is good. Alec Ogletree is all right. He's solid. He works. The secondary is below average. But as a whole, if you want to look at this in a cumulative way, The Rams' defense overall is not very good. They are B, B minus. They are not an A defense. You have an A defensive line with an A-plus player in Aaron Donald, but this is a B minus defense as a whole. They're all right. It's the kind of defense that with a good offense makes them a playoff team. This is a defense that's good enough to where if they were fired up by a good offense, this is a defense good enough to get you to the playoffs. But it's not good enough to carry this terrible offense that the Rams once again showed on Saturday. Okay, I'm done being negative. I'm sorry. I I just had to get it out of my system. It's frustrating. You guys know what I'm talking about. But it's Christmas time. I want to be happy. Can we at least look at some positives that came from the game on Saturday? Let's look at some of the good things that happened. I don't know if there's a single player better at their position than Johnny Hecker is as a punter for the Rams this year. Having a historically great season. By the way, I don't know if you guys caught this. I didn't see the telecast, so I'm not sure if this was mentioned. I'm sure it was. Chris Myers and that Fox crew does a great job. Johnny Hecker now 50 punts inside the 20 this season. He still has a game left. He's going to shatter the record. The previous record was 46. Johnny Hecker now already with 50. He set the record on Saturday for punts inside the 20, and now with a game left, Johnny Hecker is absolutely going to destroy that record. Could you imagine if he has another game where he puts four punts inside the 20 like he did on Saturday? I mean, Hecker is going to end up, if he does that again, he'll end up with 54. That's eight better than the record. That's nuts. How about these numbers? Hecker, eight punts, 368 yards, an average of 46 yards per punt, net average 44.9 with four inside the 20. I know it's kind of sad that with the Rams, the thing that we're most excited about is the performance of the punter, but Johnny Hecker really has been spectacular this season. And you know what? He's a really great athlete. So I'm talking with my buddy, Joe Fan, who we had on the show last week. He and I went to Chapman together. He's the Niners team reporter. And he's telling me he went to high school with Johnny Hecker, and he's known Johnny since, like, elementary school. So he's giving me the backstory on just how much of a freak athlete Hecker is. Like, apparently he had this big growth spurt between his sophomore and junior year, and he was a great track star, really fast, and just a great athlete there. He was on the basketball team. Joe and Johnny played basketball together. And then when it came to football, Hecker probably should have been the starter at Bothell High School going into his junior year up in Washington, going into his junior year. But the senior 
got the nod to be the starting quarterback, and then Johnny had to wait till his senior year. And Johnny got some interest from some uh, decent Division One programs, mostly FCS schools, but Johnny really wanted to go to a big-time program, really wanted to go to a Pac-12 kind of school. Well, he did. He became a punter because he was the team's quarterback, and he would punt and kick for Bothell High School back in those days. So he became the punter at Oregon State. And was obviously great at Oregon State and then ends up going to the NFL. You just kind of think about if maybe he's the starting quarterback as a junior. Who knows if he's ever playing in the NFL today? Probably not. Who knows if he had that kind of talent? You don't know. But Johnny Hecker, just one of those guys that was just an all-around great athlete. And it shows. Just because he's a punter doesn't mean he's not an incredible athlete. Dude's in the NFL for a reason. And heck, I want to see that Johnny Hecker arm. You've seen him take some snaps before in pregame. When you go into each game with only two quarterbacks active, you see Johnny like taking some snaps. He's like that third quarterback. I'm sure Hecker's got a good arm. I want to see it, man. I'd love to see that. But a good dude, he's always great to us, the media. He's so engaging with the fans. And I know I've told this story before, but when the Rams PR staff coming into the season said, hey, go talk to our punter. He's really good. I was like, come on, the punter? Really? And then you get to know Johnny, and then you get to see Johnny. And I don't know him all that well, I'll be honest, but I've talked to him enough, and I've seen him enough, and I've seen him interact with others enough to know he's a solid dude and a heck of a football player. I don't care what position he plays. So good for Johnny Hecker heading to the Pro Bowl. He's had an incredible season and had another great game on Saturday. Where the Rams would be without Johnny Hecker? Well, I don't think the record would be all that different, but the way we'd feel about some of these lopsided losses would be a lot different. Because a lot of those games, the Rams were in and had a chance to win at the end. They would not have had a chance if Johnny wasn't pinning teams into having to go a long way on drives in some of those games. I talk about that five of six game stretch in the middle of the season. You know, with the losses to like Buffalo and Carolina, the Giants. Who else was in there? Oh yeah, the Lions. Who could forget that game? You know, in that stretch, the Rams had a chance in all those games to win. A lot of that had to do with Johnny pinning teams back. They didn't win the games. Punter can't win you games. He can help you protect wins sometimes. Special teams can help you protect wins, but special teams is never going to win you games. But Johnny Hecker's had a great season. Kenny Britt has also quietly had a pretty darn good season himself. He reached the 1,000-yard mark before he got hurt on Saturday and had to leave the game. 1,002 yards. Here's some trivia. You know the last time that happened? You know the last time the Rams had a 1,000-yard receiver in a season? Torrey Holt in 2007. I'm not kidding. Nearly a decade. It's been nearly a decade since the Rams had a 1,000-yard receiver. Isn't that nuts? All right, I do want to take a quick time out because i got to tell you about what's going on with our friends at SeatGeek. How cool is this? Check this out. We've made it to week 17 of the football season, and now the Rams, I know it's been a brutal year. There's no secret about that. One final game left, and i got to tell you, SeatGeek is the easiest way to find tickets to go see the Rams one more time. There's nothing like being in the stadium for the biggest games or get a chance to see your favorite team in person. We love the Rams, or we want to at least see the Rams win. Go check out SeatGeek. Get to the game, because it's never been easier to get the guaranteed seats you want for a great value. So I have the SeatGeek app on my phone and it is by far the easiest way that I have found to buy tickets because I can be anywhere and with just a couple of taps, I can instantly find seats for this weekend or really any game of the season. 
Because with SeatGeek, you always get the best deal on every ticket because SeatGeek price compares for you by searching multiple ticket sites. Prices can vary depending on where you shop, but at SeatGeek, they're always going to find you the lowest available price. And SeatGeek wants to help you get the most bang for your buck. And that's why every ticket on SeatGeek is given a grade based on value. You'll immediately see the underpriced seats and be able to find the best deals that are going to fit into your budget. Plus, every ticket you buy on SeatGeek is backed with their 100% guarantee, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. And best of all, here's the deal I was talking about. My listeners, you, listeners to Locked on Rams, get a $20 rebate off your first SeatGeek purchase. Yeah, $20 rebate. Here's what you have to do. Here's how you get that deal. You download the SeatGeek app, go to the settings tab, and you click on add promo code. It's really easy. Settings, add promo code, enter the code L-O-Rams. That's L-O-R-A-M-S. L-O-Rams, like Locked On Rams. SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your first purchase when you add that promo code L-O-Rams. So download the SeatGeek app, enter the promo code today, go see the Rams on Sunday against Arizona. There are some good Rose Bowl seats still there. I know that's a really hot ticket in town right now. Go see USC in the Rose Bowl. SeatGeek is your place to go for all that. But getting back to Kenny Britt for a second, a 1,000 yards truly is a milestone. I mean, there's a reason it hasn't been done in nine years since Torrey Holt did it. But for the Rams, this is the value of Kenny Britt. And I know this is a guy that I have given a hard time this season because he's had some really critical drops. Like He's had some bad drops at some really bad times. But Kenny Britt has been a reliable target for a team that has been so inconsistent at quarterback this season. I mean, you had Case Keenum early on, and you know, and even though he is a pretty good backup, no way is Case Keenum a starter in the NFL. And Jared Goff has had his struggles. He did not look very good against the Niners on Saturday. I gotta say, I thought Saturday was a regression for Jared Goff. That was a problem to me. We'll talk more about Goff tomorrow. But Kenny Britt has been that guy that has been at least a consistent target. Tavon Austin has been okay, but Tavon Austin, look, Tavon's not a star. I know he receives star money, and I know he's got some great speed. He's a good slot receiver, but Tavon Austin is not a superstar, regardless of if he's getting paid like a superstar or not. That doesn't matter. Kenny Britt is a really solid receiver. The problem with Kenny and with Tavon, both those guys are B receivers, and if you're going to have B receivers, you need to have like three or four B receivers. If you're not going to have that star, if you're not going to have that A guy, that that top target that you know you can rely on week in and week out, Kenny Britt, though, has been the closest thing to that for the Rams because he has been a consistent target for a team that has been horrible on offense, and he's had nothing around him. Like I said, Tavon's a decent slot receiver, but don't tell me Brian Quick has been all that good. Farrell Cooper's been okay. He's young. Same thing can be said about Michael Thomas. Lance Kendricks has been really inconsistent. The Rams receiving core has been very underwhelming this year, but good for Kenny Britt to at least be consistent enough to get to the 1,000-yard benchmark. That's a big deal. Good for him. First player since Torrey Holt in 07. First Rams player since Torrey Holt in 07 to get to that 1,000-yard milestone. Congratulations, Kenny. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Rams. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about Jared Goff. I know I just mentioned that a second ago. He made a Tebow-esque promise that we're going to break down and talk about in the future. And if he is the right guy 
to live up to that promise. That I'm unsure about. We're going to discuss that further on tomorrow's edition of Locked On Rams. For now, I'm Trent Rush saying so long for everybody at the Locked On Podcast Network. Hope you had a very Merry Christmas. Enjoy this holiday season, and I look forward to catching up again tomorrow. You can follow me online at Trent Rush Sports. But for now, this is Locked On Rams, and we'll see you tomorrow. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash List. Hey, Locked On listeners, you already love our network of NFL shows, so why go anywhere else for the fantasy football information you need to know for the 2020 season? You just need to check out Locked On Fantasy Football, hosted by me, Vinny Iyer. We're counting down to the season by breaking down players and teams every day. It's no-nonsense, straight-to-the-point, smart fantasy football analysis that has only two goals in mind, helping you dominate your drafts and win your league championship. That's Locked On Fantasy Football, only on the Locked On Network.